Catholicism is arguably the most profound legacy of Spanish colonization. Its impact on the lives of the natives penetrated almost every aspect of their existence, including their political, social, cultural, and moral lives. This is perhaps the reason that the debate on the location of the first Catholic Mass in the Philippines went on for many years among historians, scholars, and enthusiasts. It was simply important for people to share the honor of being in the place that witnessed the first Easter Sunday Mass in the Philippine Islands in 1521. Today, join us as we revisit this important question. Where did the first Catholic Mass in the Philippines really take place? In the second episode of Contested Philippine Histories. I am Vegal Porha. I am Aaron Maliari. I am Lee Candelaria. And this is Podcast, Conversations on Philippine History, Politics, and Society. Hello sa inyong lahat. So, as we have mentioned in our earlier episodes, this year is the 500th anniversary of the entry of Catholicism in the Philippines. Siyempre, 1521 really is an eventful year for many Philippine historians. Kaya ang dabi din talagang mga nabubuksang mga issue at debate sa kasaysayan ngayong sinaselebrate ang quincentennial. Uh, Oo nga. No? Kaya in the past episodes, napapag-usapan na rin natin yung mga... Uh, accompanying issues involving the quincentennial like uh, should we really celebrate 1521 was Lapu-Lapu really a national hero national quote-unquote or was Lapu-Lapu really from Mactan diba? even that preposterous question minsan no? yes and one of the most significant events of the year 1521 was the Easter Sunday Mass of 1521. Siyempre, since one of the main agenda of Magellan's voyage was to proselytize or to spread the Catholic faith, mahalaga talaga ang pagsaselebrate ng Linggo ng Pagkabuhay, lalo pat nagkataon na Holy Week, yung mga unang araw ng pagdaong nila. Yes, that's right. Pero linawin natin ano, na ang pinag-uusapan natin dito ay yung Easter Sunday Mass, the first Easter Sunday Mass, hindi yung first Mass in the Philippines per se. Kasi apparently, may mga tentative na ebidensya daw na mayroong mas maagang misa na isinagawa sa Bulinaw, Pangasinan noong 1324. Although, historian William Henry Scott ay nire-refute ito. Parang sinasabi niya na hindi legitimate yung mga existing primary sources on this. Pero aside from that, um, sinasabi rin kasi na malamang mayroong mga undocumented masses celebrated by the chaplain of Uh, the Magellan Expedition, Father Pedro Valderrama, na maaaring technically yun yung first Catholic Mass uh, in the Philippines. Although, ito kasing first Easter Sunday Mass in question was perceived to be more historical for a lot of reasons. Like, um, it was uh, the Mass uh, which was documented in detail by Antonio Pigafetta, Magellan's chronicler. Uh, it was the one heavily attended by the natives. Dito, na, dito, dito rin naganap yung maramihang pag, pagbibinyag uh, sa mga katutubo. At ito yung nangyari talaga Ayan, so for many years, merong debate or pagtatalo between and among historians kung saan nga ba talaga naganap yung unang misa. And since the 1980s, the National Historical Institute or yung National Historical Commission of the Philippines ngayon constituted panels of historians, academics, and religious scholars to determine kung saan nga ba naganap yung Easter Sunday Mass. No? So, meron kasing contending claim. On the one hand, uh, there was a belief that the first Mass actually happened in Butuan, in, in Mindanao. No? So, on the other hand, of course, there are historians who stand by the fact 
that it actually took place in Limasawa sa may Leyte, no? So, uh, tingnan natin yung parehong case na yan. An interesting aspect in this controversy was that ang initial knowledge talaga ng mga tao regarding the location of the first mass was that it happened in Butuan. And this was believed to be a historical fact, undisputed for around 300 years. So, sa halos kabuuan ng Spanish colonial period, ito yung paniniwala nila. And to commemorate the first mass in Butuan, a monument commemorating the first mass in the Philippines was constructed in 1872 sa Agusan River. This begs the question, in the first place, where did they get the idea that the first mass was held in Butuan? We can probably blame the earliest writings that pertain to this event, which date back to 1663, the work of Francisco Colin, titled Labor Evangelica de la Compañía de Jesús en las Islas Filipinas, or in English, The Evangelical Work of the Society of Jesus, and noon namang 1667, yung sinulat ni Francisco Combes, titled Historia de Mindanao y Holo, or The History of Mindanao and Holo. These two were Jesuit priests who consulted primary sources to talk about the first mass in the Philippine Islands. So the fact that there was a monument erected as late as 1872 commemorating the said first mass in Butuan, di Umano, ay isang testamento na yung location talaga ng first mass was an undisputed knowledge hanggang huling bahagi ng 19th century. So ano nga ba kasi yung pinagbatay ni Colin in his claims that the first mass was in Butuan? Well, the historian William Henry Scott actually traced kung ano yung posibleng source ni Colleen and he believed that the the source was a summarized version of Pigafetta's Chronicles published in 1550. So, 'di ba? Gusto ko lang din sabihin dito na yung, 'di ba, yung ganung klase ng type yung investigative research, iba rin yung ganung iba rin yung skill na kailangan para ma- maging confident ka na mag- magkaroon ng ganong claim pagdating sa sa historical research. So, nakakabilib din si William Henry Scott for for going through that venture, 'di ba? Anyway, maaring doon sa summarized version, uh, may mga na-omit na na detalye, no? So, uh, that would have been crucial in determining the actual location. Ito naman kasing sila ko din eh, no? Couldn't be bothered to check the primary source talaga. Mga transcription na lang yung tinignan. Just lang. Anyway, when Pigafetta's Chronicles were revisited in 1894, dito na lumabas yung controversy. Historians and scholars started getting convinced that the location of the Easter Sunday Mass of 1521 was actually in Limasawa. Kasi this year, nilabas yung, at the time, pinakabagong edi- edition, sorry, ng transcription ng Pigafetta's account uh, mula sa koleksyon ng Ambrosiana Library sa Milan, Italy. And um, this transcription... Uh, contained more details that were previously left out. And, yun nga, additionally, at the same time, around the same period, 1524, uh, pinablish din yung transcription ng log ni Francisco Albo. So, si Francisco Albo yung pilot ng Magellan's ship named Victoria. So, that's why in 1895, a year later, um, illustrado scholar Trinidad Pablo Tavera publishes findings based on this new piece of evidence. Ano yun nga, uh, sinasabi na historical error yung paniniwala ng unang misa ay isinagawa sa Butuan. Idagdag ko na rin na noong 1981, sa isang journal article sa Philippine Studies, ang pamagat ay Butuan and Limasawa, the site of the first mass in the Philippines, a re-examination of evidence, na isinulat ni Miguel Bernad, isang Jesuit priest, 
Inargue nga na isang crucial argument for Limasawa is that hindi binabanggit sa primary accounts na may ilog. Yet Butuan is actually a river in settlement. And the river was such a prominent feature of Butuan, it's improbable that Pigafetta and his crew missed it and did not include it in their account. And you know, Bernat belongs to a long line of scholars who have argued na historical error ang pagkilala sa Butuan bilang site of the first mass. So of course, in light of new evidence, nagbago din ang posisyon ng gobyerno at ng simbahan. And such change caused contention kasi hindi convinced ang mga pro-Butuan scholars. So they contested these findings. They wrote petitions to the national government, uh, egging them to reinstate Butuan as the location of the first mass. And to resolve the issue, Binanggit nga kanina, the National Historical Institute, today commission na siya, they decided to constitute a panel. Simula pa noong 1980s hanggang ngayon, apat na panel na ang nabuo to ascertain the location of the first mass. Ganun ka-contentious itong usaping ito. At consistent naman talaga lagi yung findings ng magkakaibang panels na ito. No? The first Easter Sunday Mass was held in Dimasawa. But the Butuan scholars remain steadfast in their belief na sa Butuan talaga naganap ang unang misa. So sa pinakahuling panel na binuo ng NHCP regarding this issue chaired by the Rasil Mujeres, national artist, uh, historian, par excellence, and lodi sa madaming antas, no? Tatlong tatlong papel yung yung tinitingnan nila na arguing for the Butuan side, no? So, uh, these are the papers of Potenciano Malvar, Gabriel Atega, and Gregorio Ontiveros. So, according to the report of the Mujeres panel, uh, Malvar's claim that Pigafetta's latitude measurement was uh, indicated to conceal the actual location of the fleet was based from a fictional account written by a certain John Reagan in 2016. Pero kahit ganon, ina-engage pa din nila Mujeres. Sabi nila, kung mayroon man daw intention to conceal the route of Magellan's expedition, hindi daw yung coordinates sa Pilipinas yung itatago, kundi yung coordinates ng passage from the Strait of Magellan at the tip of South America Kasi this passage to the west, yung isa sa mga major na pakay nila to get to the Spice Islands na iba-bypass yung existing Portuguese territories. So, in a sense, parang ligwak yung, yung findings ni, ni Malvar based dun sa, sa refu- refutal ng, ng Mujeres uh, Commission. That's right. Uh, ito nga eh, parang re- may, may report ka that this um, Potenciano Malvar filed cases against, uh, filed I think a libel case against uh, the members of the Mojares panel because of these claims na inalleged daw na ang basis niya for his contention ay isang fictional account. So na-offend si, si Potenciano Malvar. Anyway, the findings uh, that sided with Butuan that were perceived to be, you know, uh, more worthy of further scrutiny were the ones made by Gabriel Atega and Gregorio Antiveros. So, dalawang translations, actually, ng um, accounts ni Pigafetta 
yung ginamit ng both sides ng mga ng butuan at limasawang proponents and these uh, are the Robertson edition mula sa isang transcription sa Ambrosiana Library so uh, Robertson translated the transcription made from the account of Pigafetta kept in the Ambrosiana Library in Milan at yung isa naman ay, ay yung tinatawag na Skelton edition or Skelton translation mula dun sa transcription ng Pigafetta account na nakatago sa Beinecke Rare Books Library sa Yale University so parehong bago at comprehensive ang translations na yan. So anyway, Ontiveros and Atega were inclined to use the Skelton translation kasi sabi nila, um, this is the most accurate translation. And actually, isa sa mga criticism din talaga ni Atega ay yung Robertson translation daw ay based sa mga naunang incomplete at malimaling transcription mula sa Ambrosiana Library. Pero sabi naman ng Mohares Panel dito sa issue na to, malabo yan kasi kung babasahin din yung mga footnotes ni Robertson sa kanyang translation, Sinabi niya na uh, merong mga mistakes sa mga earlier transcription ng Pigafetta account. So bakit niya naman yung gagamitin anyway, di ba? So nung kinumparan at, at nung kinumparan ng Mohares panel, yung dalawang translation na Robertson at Skelton, uh, parang wala namang halos pinagkaiba. So I think um, because of that, because of that I think misunderstanding on the translation issue. Ang uh, the meat really of the contention here really lies on the longitude measure indicated in these transcriptions of Picafeta's Chronicle and Log of the Pilot Francisco Albo. So, anong issue? Gabriel Atega argued that primary sources indicate that the coordinates cited by Picafeta, cited by Albo, and a certain unidentified Genoese pilot were quote-unquote relatively accurate, and that these coordinates point out to a 93 quarters degrees latitude that when combined with the Taiga's reading of the longitude, would really arrive at Butuan as the location of the Easter Mass. Kaso, ang contention ng panel dito, largely imprecise at hindi sakto yung longitudinal measurement at this period. The chronometer, the device used to more accurately measure longitude, was not developed until the 1700s. The Magellan Expedition was using an old navigational method which could only produce estimates of longitude. But going back, ang source talaga ng butuan proponent was the skeleton translation based on the transcription from the Beinecke archives. Oddly, even this translation noted that the island where the mass was held was called Mazawa. And the same was true in other transcriptions. We also can't discount the fact that Mazawa sounds like Limasawa. So, lahat ng nagtranscribe at nagcodify ng Pigafetta Chronicle who used various other sources and maps to corroborate, pointed at Limasawa. But I think yung isa pa din na pinaka-compelling na ebidensya, that point that Pigafetta was actually talking about Limasawa, uh, comes from modern-day reenactments of, of Magellan's voyage. Ito medyo cool to kasi, you know, to actually go out there and, and you know, try to parang yon reenact no yung yung kung si Magellan yung nandoon nung time na yon no? so nung 1971 uh, the naval historian Samuel Morrison uh, retraced the route of Magellan uh, guided by the logs of Francisco Albo and other archival documents no tapos nung 2006 another retracing was done by naval engineers Ignacio Vial. No? So, uh, this time, uh, as in halos replica ng Magellan's ship at instruments yung ginamit nila. And in both instances, these reenactments 
both led them to Limasawa. And I think one of the final points raised by the Mojares panel was, you know, how the subsequent voyages like Villalobos' voyage and the Legazpi voyage reached Limasawa first before they went on to settle in other locations. So it makes sense. Kung sa butuan itinanim uh, ni Magellan yung cruise, bakit hindi yun yung naging destination ng mga sumunod na expeditions? At may mga ibang comparisons pa na ginawa yung panel. Halimbawa, uh, Butuan scholars or proponents uh, proposed two possible sites where the uh, cross was planted. One was uh, called uh, Mount Panaytayon and the, sec- and the second one was Mount Mingaaso. So yung Mount Panaytayon, sabi ni Atega, uh, mga 30 to 45 minutes from the shore kung lalakarin. Okay. Meanwhile, nung gumawa ng site visit, uh, yung members ng Mujeres Panel, I think in particular Dr. Carlos Madrid, uh, yung Mount Mingaaso naman, mga 30 to 45 minutes from the shore by car. So parang sabi nila, masyadong malayo naman kung doon yung tinanim yung Magellan's Cross. Kasi bubuhatin pa nila yung paket ng mundo, diba? parang it's too far, tapos pabigat yung cruise. Uh, meanwhile, yung Saub Point sa Limasawa na sinasabi ng mga local historian na malamang ay location kung saan itinanim yung cross, uh, malapit lang. Also, yung, yung Saub Point na yon meron siyang magandang view ng horizon from all sides. So parang mas nagmi-make sense daw na doon itinanim yung cross, yung Magellan's Cross. Marami pang ibang issues dito sa presentation ng Butuan Proponents. Based sa report ng Mujeres Panel, mukhang nagkakaproblema sila madalas sa pag-date ng document. Halimbawa, itong isang document which they thought was from the 1500s and could have bolstered the Butuan claim kasi kapanahon itong batis na ito nung event. Pero mali pala, 1700s pala yung dokumento. All in all, ang pangunahing documentary source talaga ng Butuan team ay yun ngang mga isinulat ni Fathers Colin and Combes na tulad na nabanggit kanina ay nag-rely sa mali-maling transcription ng Pigafetta accounts. Um, isa ding problema na nakita ng mga historiador sa claims ng Butuan proponents ay problema sa translation. No? So, saka sa provenance nga ng sources. No? So, like yung isa nilang ginagamit ay isang tala ng isang miyembro ng Magellan Expedition named Hines de Mafra who returned to the Philippines through the Villalobos Expedition noong 1543. So, the Mafra statements indicated that the islands where they stayed in was uh, called Makagwa and it was located 15 leagues from uh, below Butuan. So, sabi ng mga Butuan proponents, malinaw na hindi limasawa yan. Uh, this was rebutted by later historian Rolando Borinaga. So, sabi ni Borinaga, two points. No? So, una, the Demafra document was not written by Demafra. He recounted his journey to a scribe, and this particular recounting of the journey was actually published later on, pa in 1920. No, so second, there's a mistranslation there. Hindi siya below Butuan, but sabi north of Butuan daw. No, so the Mafra also wasn't talking circumference. He was pertaining to circuit which would measure at 3,900 hectares, bringing us back to Limasawa. 
So the Limasawa proponents have been really making their case since the turn of the 20th century or sa dulong bahagi ng 19th century. And they have used various primary sources that corroborated with one another. So, and they employed various knowledge and various auxiliary disciplines, um, particularly in navigation, translation, historiography, nagre-anak pa ng navigation ni Magellan. So sa akin, more or less settled na ito, ano. Unless, meron ulit talabas na groundbreaking na ebidensya that would refute all of the findings about Limasawa being the location of the Easter Sunday Mass in 1521. Medyo pa juliet juliet na kasi din talaga yung mga butuan proponents. Eh. Ang sa akin, butuan and actually agusan in general is already a significant place in our history. Lalo na bago dumating yung mga Kastila. So, I mean, even if the first Easter Sunday Mass in the Philippines was not held there, its importance in our past and heritage could not be diminished. Pero yun nga, yung akin kasi, bakit pa pinag-aawayan pa rin ito hanggang ngayon? Anong ganansya ba ang maaaring makuha ng mga taga-butuan halimbawa kung mapatunayan nila na sa butuan nangyari yung Misa? Or siguro, generally, why is it important for us to establish the firsts in Philippine history? And why do we focus particularly in this first Mass? Hindi naman lahat ng Pilipino katoliko, di ba? Yeah, actually, di ba, pag tinignan mo itong mga petitions na to, uh, mapapatanong ka rin talaga eh, nung, nung motivations behind it, di ba? Kasi, syempre, at the end of the day, uh, pag, pag may mga ganyang na-establish na mga, na mga quote-unquote first sites, uh, na nagiging heritage sites, Eventually, syempre, nagiging source ng pride nung place, di ba? Na parang people, you, you can rally people uh, towards that place, na dito tayo, meron tayong ganitong lugar sa, sa bayan natin, no? Which, you know, inadvertently, pwede rin siyang maging source ng funds. So, yung may mga ganun siyang, ano eh, uh, posibleng mga implications later on, bukod dun sa, sa syempre, pride of place, no? marami siyang political, economic, and cultural na pwedeng i-harness kapag nagkaroon ka ng ganong kalaking heritage site uh, sa bayan mo. Kaya interesting din actually pag-aralan nga, di ba? Parang tuwing kailan ba nagkakaroon ng petition? Uh, kasi parang hindi ko alam, parang nagkakaroon ba ng petition kada may bagong director, yung NHCP, no? yung mga ganon na uh, tapos ano yung mga bagong claims na, na nilalatag nila, no? It's also, it's both an exercise to reflect about heritage and, you know, the politics and economics of heritage in the Philippines. And at the same time, it's also a very, very good test case pagdating sa historiography, ba? Diba? Kasi pag binasa mo yung, yung document, ba? Diba, may kita mo dun how historians really work and how historians debate based on skills, diba? Yun yung, yun yung interesting for me. And the fact na... Imagine for 300 years, ang pinapaniwalaan ay butuan diba? inside of the oh, first mass. Diba? So, ibig sabihin, history talaga is tentative. And changing. Yeah. stuff we believe, it's changing depending sa sources. Mm-hmm. The stuff that we believe to be true today mm-hmm. may not be true in the future. Kaya rin, uulitin mm-hmm. ko yung nabanggit natin last episode na, yes, it's important to, to, to get the truth, but at the same time, we also have to look at the agenda siguro of memory particularly and why we study history and this is actually a very good example for students to understand how history works exactly yeah and really about you know the power of history that that it plays in a community diba na parang yun sinabi nga ni Lee diba na for hundreds of years yung pinaniniwalaan mo ito pero with a discovery of a new source or a development of of 
advancements in methodology, posible siyang ma-overturn, di ba? No? So, napakahalaga talaga ng awareness at knowledge sa historical skills at history as a discipline kasi may ganito siyang kalaking impact sa buhay ng mga tao. That's a very good reflection for this episode, ano? So, uh, una, the historical knowledge is tentative based on, you know, sources, Uh, based on on analysis and interpretation. At pangalawa, the generation of historical knowledge can really be motivated by different agenda which can have, you know, political or economic character. So if you're interested in reading the full report of the Mojares panel and other documents regarding this very contentious issue, you can find them all in the National Historical Commission of the Philippines website. In the next episode, babalikan natin ang isa pang mahalagang historical event that also has contending uh, representation and interpretation in history. Ito yung 1872 Cavite Mutiny. Kasi may kakabit din yan na mahalagang event, uh, yung pagbitay sa Gomburza. It's a very interesting topic kasi it's a clash of perspectives din. So, abangan yan sa ating mga listeners. And if you want to stay updated on our episodes and if you want to revisit our past seasons and episodes, you may visit our website, podcast.org, and follow us on our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Also, don't forget to share this episode to your friends, your classmates, and of course, to send us your feedback and questions. So, thank you very much for joining us today. We hope that you learn something and have a good day.